Hello, and welcome to the first installment of my podcast, A Cup of Tea and a Biscuit. I'm Pranusha, and thank you for joining me and indulging me by listening to my racking. Each episode, I plan on tackling and sharing issues that relate to uplifting each other, overcoming adversity, empowering others, and simply sharing our thoughts and feelings. Stories might not be new, but I think they all might be stories that we can relate to and that resonate with each of us. So why a cup of tea and a biscuit? Have you noticed that when you're in the middle of a busy day and it seems like you haven't had a single moment to even catch your breath, and that when you finally get that moment of quiet for a cup of tea, or coffee for that matter, it gives you the opportunity not only to catch your breath, but to decompress. The same can be said for having a tea break with a colleague, friend, or even a loved one. It is these moments that allow us to get a moment of peace, recalibrate, and even vent at times, and gives us a channel to let out our feelings. And of course, a little biscuit or a treat helps keep the blood sugar stable, doesn't it? And after this break, we generally feel a little lighter, able to move on to other things or projects that we've been delaying or need to tackle, and move on with the things that need to occupy our day with a more renewed energy and a bit more vigor. So here's to hoping that the time we spend together is able to provide that moment of recharge for us both. Today, I'd like to talk about how we negate negative narratives. Now try saying that five times fast. In this instance, I'm not referring to broader world and social issues. This is a lot closer to home for each of us. I'm talking about the negative narratives that we have in our own heads and the nasty thoughts and subliminal messaging that we say to ourselves that ultimately sets up to create self-limiting beliefs. This type of practice sometimes manifests in the simple things, things that seem insignificant, like self-deprecating humor, for instance, making fun of ourselves in a sarcastic way. Or are we really making fun? Or is it some sort of feigned trauma response to make fun of ourselves before we think someone else will do it for us? This is a practice I'm sadly all too familiar with. And a particular incident made me stop and reassess. I recall once jokingly saying to one of my friends about how awful I looked in a dress, something more akin to a sausage that was bursting at the seams and trying to break out of its skin. And she stopped me immediately and said, don't do that. You would never say that to me. So why do you say such things about yourself? And continued to joke then that she was actually quite partial to sausages and we both had a big giggle. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized she was absolutely right. Why would I do that? I would never speak to anyone else in that way. So why did I think it was acceptable to be so unkind to myself? Why did I not place more value into the way I was treating myself? So this got me thinking, and I'm sure we all have had similar experience. For some of us, this might be that we are unhappy or daunted by what we see in the mirror, fixated to the parts of our body that we detest, be it the arms, bellies, thighs. Although recently I have heard it said that thick thighs do save lives. 
And we get so fixated on this image that we are not happy with that we have the complete and absolute inability to see all that wondrous beauty that is staring right back at us. And sadly, even more so, holding ourselves in comparison to an unrealistic, airbrushed, Kardashian-esque, fake standard of beauty and image that simply is not real. And even if we step aside from physical beauty, for others, these negative thoughts manifest as being plagued by imposter syndrome, feeling like we're not worthy or capable in our professional lives, leaving us fostering these crazy feelings of doubt and anxiety, and diminishing our own sense of ability and achievement, and even aspirations at times. For women in particular, this is especially devastating and frustrating, as the road to even getting a seat at the table was often so much harder than our male counterparts. And sadly, rather than stepping into our power and our little empress or queen energy, there is that nagging voice that we tend to let get the better of us and let it live wrench-free in our heads. It only further promulgates this narrative that we're not ready or not worthy, which in actual fact is soul-crushing. For a lot of other people, this might be feelings of lack of self-worth, or self-love and can be exacerbated by what we see around us and even amplified alarmingly so by what we see on social media. Not only are your thoughts influenced by those in your social circle but now on a global scale by influences and numerous other contacts that are exhibiting what is almost their Facebook version of life because the reality is that we're only seeing a snippet of the whole picture and seeing only the parts that they really want you to. For young, impressionable young women in particular, this can be daunting and it creates feelings of inadequacy and expectations that are not founded in any form of reality. All of these scenarios are then compounded into the self-imposed pressure, not feeling good enough, and rather than acknowledging the achievements and positive traits that each one of us possesses, we tend to focus on what we now perceive as the gaps or feeling not good enough. And this makes it harder to practice any form of self-love. And if we try to examine these feelings a little more closely, we can often recognize that these emanate from some sort of childhood trauma or having encountered someone, or if you're one of the really unlucky few, having encountered multiple someones that made you feel inadequate or not good enough and that ripped at your self-confidence. And whilst these feelings may be difficult to overcome, think of it this way. Why would you let someone's perception of you, and often a wrong perception, be perpetuating and dictate the narrative of how you approach the rest of your life? The important thing to remember is that we all have these moments of negative thoughts and feelings. And it's okay and totally normal to sometimes feel that way. But it's important not to let that energy take over your mindset and thoughts. And when those feelings do creep in, as they sometimes will, ultimately go, not today, Satan. All of these people that you're going to come across and your paths may cross, not all of them are going to like you or be your cheerleader, and nor are you going to like them. So don't rely on the opinions of others and the world around you to foster your mindset on how you perceive yourself and your value. Remember, perfection is overrated. And to be frank, it would be terribly boring if to be perfect. 
We're beautifully flawed and unique, each and every one of us. Embrace the flaws, the positive attributes, and your dark side, because yes, we all have a dark side. And surely that will be a step in the right direction to self-acceptance and being kinder to ourselves. Your mindset and mental state of mind is just as important as your education, technical skills, emotional well-being to boot. Build a positive and accepting outlook on you. May it be so strong and anchored in your own sense of power is that when these moments of doubt and negativity rear their ugly head, that you're able to think about all the things that you have, what you've accomplished, the positive relationships that you've built and fostered over time, and the things that did go right, the smiles that you brought to people's faces, and all the little things that made you smile. And whilst that might not seem like much to some of you, it will allow us to realize the positive experiences that we bring to each other, experience for ourselves. What I've come to learn is that diet is more than what you eat. It is the thoughts you consume, the environments you surround yourself with, and the company you keep. Make sure that your diet is conducive to the healthiest version of you and allows you to step into your empress and queen energy. So my lovelies, thank you for joining me on our first episode and I look forward to chatting to you again. Wishing you love and light. Till next time.